0: Ray and Tay
1: today mm. Yes, sports radio's on Talking sports with friends And you know we got it on From the NFL to the NBA MLB and college troops do it all day College football, we know who's number one Understand, on the phones you know we get it done So call in 718-664-9098 And we'll give you more Of oh, course, uh Hello,
0: hello, and welcome to the show. You're listening to Ray and Tay Today, and I'm Ray, Tom Rayside.
1: And I'm Tay, Eric Taylor, and it is a fantastic Friday. Let's talk some sports. Give us a call, 718-664-9098. Like always, hit us up on the emails, rayandtaytoday at com. The website, rayandtaytoday.com, we're interactive, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, but check us out on iTunes. We're in the podcast there. You could check us out, listen to all of our old episodes, interviews. We go way, way back. It's a lot of fun, and you know what? We're we're really there on iTunes, so it's it's good for everybody to know that. Tune in. I mean, we're we're at SoundCloud, Radio. Right? You know, we got we got you covered. Busy show. NFL, NBA, Heisman, MLB hot stove, college basketball, great games coming up. And Army Navy, hey, you know what? It doesn't matter but it kind of matters. But Ray, let's get started with a little bit of NFL before we get off the field and talk about some other issues off the field like concussions and all that stuff. 2320 Cardinals survive, edge, ink out, whatever the, the, the whatever the word is you want to put in there, they squeak by the Vikings, who were so hurt they played a yeoman's performance. We'll get into the stats, but I just want to ask you, if we're being honest, did the coaching staff fail Teddy Bridgewater and their team? by not just kicking the field goal to send it to overtime on third down?
0: Well, you know me, I was furious because I wanted this game to go into overtime for many reasons, not the least of which <laughs> I had fantasy implications. I needed more yards from Adrian yeah. Peterson. But seriously, putting your football it's all about hat fantasy. on. No, but really, putting your football hat yeah. on, your real football hat on. Play out this scenario. You're Right now you're on the 31, so it's a 48-yard field goal. 13 seconds to go, you don't have a timeout, you have a second-year quarterback, you really don't have much experience at the wide receiver position. I guess Mike Wallace's experience, but Stephon Diggs. And your offensive line
1: has struggled all season. (laughs)
0: And your offensive line has struggled all season. So what is the best-case scenario? And by the way, Blair Wall's an excellent kicker. So he can probably make a 48-yarder outside in Arizona in excellent conditions. So what's the best-case scenario is – even if you get a pass interference at the goal line, it's still going to be first and goal with six seconds to go. You'll probably kick a field goal. I don't know that you'd go, you'd, you'd try to run a play. So pro- so, what's the best case scenario? Most realistically, you want to get a what a ten yard, twelve yard out, but they're not going to give that to you. The Cardinals are smarter than that. So realistically, I don't know what's going to happen. You you probably complete the pass in the play in the playing field, and then you got to run, and you probably have the clock run out. You need at least 17 seconds to spike the ball. So what are you doing? You kick the field goal. When you don't have a timeout, you kick the field It'd be one thing if you were out of field goal range, but at 48 yards, Blair Walsh can hit that. It was terrible decision-making. It, it, you know Their offensive line struggled. Teddy Bridgewater can't take that sack, definitely can't fumble, but... I mean, it was just terrible. And the other thing is, if you do take a sack, because it's third down, you can't get up and spike it. So everything is against you. You kick the field goal. And I was saying There was no reason to go for so it. This, yeah. this uh, isn't, in retrospect, at best you get a 10-yard out and you make a 48-yard field goal, a 38-yard field goal. Now, that helps. Statistically, you probably go from, like, you know, 60% to 75%, 80%, but there's so much downside. You lose the game. You don't give yourself a chance to win. Terrible football. And the thing is, this happens every week. And again, Ray and Tay are making a pitch that you need they to a They had the Broncos on the
1: same way. It ended the same you need to way with Bon Miller getting
0: A guy that just manages the clock a game or two in the nfl is so valuable this isn't basketball You and is two often of
1: lost because of stupid stuff like this and but did, did, do you blame the head coach or the offensive coordinator or because to me even the play they put in they sort of have trips on the left side and they having the receivers are- Go across the field, which is why he double bumped and stepped up in a pocket. Slow developing
0: play. And it's a developing so And it's a
1: five step drop from a shotgun ray. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Like sack. They set the kid up for failure, and Khalil got freaking blown up by Freeney. And give credit to the old veteran and, and, and Bruce Arians and Klein, I mean, Klein, signing Freeney, who, you know, he just is a pass rusher. And look, and, 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 and you know what's wasted on this?
0: But they can't stop yep.
1: it. Teddy B. Threw for 336 yards, touchdown, no interceptions. You have to win that game. When your, your sophomore quarterback on the road with poo-poo you know, weapons or whatever, throws for 336, 335, I'm sorry, and no interceptions, you, you, you win that game. You, you just win. You, even if you lose that in overtime, you're okay with that. But you can't. You, you, you're killing. You have you to, kill to the give yourself confident. a
0: chance to win. You have to kick the ball. And I, it was just horrible. I, I just
1: and yeah, you that's... saw it
0: unfolding. Like, what are they doing? What?
1: And they're probably still going to get the wild card. They have two easy games coming up, or not? Well, we'll see. And then they finish up at Green Bay, so they might go two and one, which would get them in at what? 10 and 6 or 9 and 7 or yeah, whatever the record eight is now.
0: So what the 7 and 2 team is now 8 and 5. So the Stars yeah, so, falling a little you bit. You know, 10 and Minnesota. 6.
1: Yeah, but you figured, I think the NFC is pretty much set and we'll get in that with our predictions. But congrats to the Cardinals. They they make it and and I don't care what anybody says. Dude Carson Palmer is legitimate MVP candidate. If he's not in the top three voting with Cam and Brady, or however you whatever order it works out to be, people are smoking Krizak. Carson Palmer. Look at the team last year. At, at, after what nine wins or, what, or whatever, they wound up 11 and, and five. He he's basically 19 and two since he's been a starting quarterback for the Cardinals. The the kid is bawling out. Carson Palmer is having such an amazing season. He got busy for me in fantasy, so you know I'm loving Carson. And my only league that I'm in the playoffs, Carson, you know, yesterday got me 30 points. I got 16 from that Cardinal defense. I'm in I'm in the clubhouse of 46 points. So you know I'm happy. <laughs> we got to play for So Carson, <laughs> no
0: Carson, really. I mean Carson and Andy Dalton are probably three and four. But you got to give Carson yeah. credit, like you said, nineteen and two as a starter, doing it with a rotating set of running backs, doing it with wide receivers that are a little banged up. Uh, Floyd Michael Floyd looks and, good, Ray. Yeah, Floyd, Floyd
1: looks, looks good. Like the, he looks he's, good. He's on, he looks good. He's ready to take Woo.
0: over, you know, for Larry Fitzgerald, and Larry Fitzgerald kind of becomes the, you know, the old vet that moves the chains. But yeah, he's you're the right, best absolutely. blocking
1: receiver right now. Do you see how Larry's blocking on every? I mean. What a ho- yo you can 't say enough about this guy he 's gone to the slot he 's blocking he does everything he 's a freaking hall of famer on that touchdown that John Brown got. he got broken free because of larry 's block i mean it's it 's really impressive and for them like you said, for them to do this with David Johnson, a rookie from Northern Iowa, and curlin Williams, Stephen Taylor, you know. Props to Bruce Arians and his team. Good win. It was an ugly win. They, in some ways, you could say they shouldn't. They didn't deserve it. They made a lot of uh, mistakes, bad play calls at the goal line when Griffin sacked them and they got pushed back for that field goal. They should have got touchdowns. But you play to win the games, and they won the game. So play we move on to talk to win the game. <laughs> the game to go off the field and. Going off the field, a couple different things I want to hit you with, you know, sort of quick, hard-hitting stuff, but the main thing is is this concussion, you know, both the uh, mentor and the guy that Will Smith is playing the movie and Alec Baldwin is playing the mentor, they were on Mike and Mike this week, The the guy who discovered the CTE, he had the op-ed in the New York Times this week everybody's talking about, but he basically said kids on 18 and under should be nowhere near contact sports, especially, you know, specifically football, whatever, but anything, he's not just attacking football. This guy's just trying to talk the truth. And I think some people get all their panties in a bunch and take it all personal, but it's like, it's bigger than football. This guy's talking about his sort of, uh, you know, uh, a hepatic oath as a doctor. Like, I've got to tell you that this is, you know, not advantageous for your health, that children, the brain is still developing up until 25 and 18 year olds, even 14, 10 year olds should not be having a helmet on and having constant hits to their brain. You know, no, not everybody smoking a cigarette dies of lung cancer, but it sure causes a bunch of other health issues. Well, it's the same thing. And so to me, I don't like when I guess opponents of NFL or football or, I mean, nobody's an opponent of, of getting hit, but they make these statements like, oh, you know, NFL and football is under attack and this and that or whatever. I think to me that's like, uh, OK, yeah, it's under attack. But no, it's it's just about health and truth is, is just trying to be enlightened for the masses. So, I mean, to me, I was kind of like I didn't like Danny Connell's tweet and all that stuff and oh, the liberal media there's two things that need to be wiped out of people's mouths because it's become an excuse and a throwaway it's conspiracy theory and the liberal media those two things to me are bs because it's when someone's questioning you you can just throw those two things up to try to diffuse anything that's an intelligent debate and conversation and that to me is a punk move total punk move sit down talk about it like adults and let's figure out what's best because no one knows you and I, we've talked about this. Would we want our kids to play football. We we would love to play football, but we would want our our kids to necessarily play? Eh, probably not. Probably well, not.
0: And I guess, and go back exactly <laughs> a year ago, we had Wesley Walker, the
1: pro bowler uh, yeah.
0: from the New York Jets, who had an illustrious career and has kids. And we asked him. We said, knowing what you know now, for you or your kids, would you have them play football? And he said, no. Interestingly mm-hmm. enough, you know, most of the football players say Remember he said about lacrosse
1: yes. and other things,
0: yeah. Yeah, remember, most of the football players say yes. Most of the football <laughs> players say, you know yes, what, it was yes. a good life They're for loyal. me. And, yeah. you know, it was good for me. I, I would love to have known and, and give it, been given the data. But at the end of the day, it was my passion. It was my love. It It made a good life for me. And I would do it all over again. But you know what, that's their choice. And I respect that opinion, and I respect that choice. But you know what? You need to give these kids and their parents the information. And like you said, it's a growing brain. It's a still-developing brain. If it's dangerous, (sighs) let me know. And then, yep. first of all, teach all the the kids, you know, heads up, safety,
1: helmets, get better helmets, everything. But also, let me yeah.
0: know the information. You know, I can't go out there not knowing. If God forbid something but is it, happens but to but my then child, but this I year I need alone,
1: and this year alone, it was either nineteen or twenty nine or twenty seven. There've been whatever, more than one death in in youth and high school football. That's like great. I mean, that what are we talking about here now? Not every single one was because of a hit to the head, but a lot were, and some were other health issues or whatever, but they died playing football, you know, on the football field. And that's that's wild. Like, I, I can't even, you know, it's like you can't even, but this has been happening for years. It seems like we, for years we weren't hearing about it, you know, and, and, and look, we fixed up the things with Corey Springer with, you know, training and dehydration and stuff like that. So science makes things better you know why we do seat belts for our kids you know you and i we grew up in the 70s we didn't always wear seat belts I mean come on or helmets when we wore bicycles you know but it's 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 safer and it's smarter you know so i i just i think we 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 can't get too extreme with oh, you're attacking my sport when you you got to have knowledge and information because let's talk to the junior sayal family mike webster's family dave dorson's family would they rather have their father back or their husbands back, or would they rather just have them have a football career and be gone where they are today? So you know, it's a fine line. You know, we could all say what well, we would, whatever, but talk to those people who are in the trenches that lost their loved ones. That's that's serious. You know, because they they, they or even Jason Taylor talks about the stories you heard about him. He he had to used to sleep standing up, and I mean, these guys, some of them, some of them are suffering. You Look- know.
0: Let, let's let's pull, call a spade a spade. Football is unnatural in the sense that you know grown men shouldn't be beating on each other like that. Beating you know what I mean? Each other. Like, it's one thing to to, to 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 drop back and catch a ball and throw a ball and everything that's skill and finesse and everything like that. But it's really not. The body wasn't made for a 250 pound linebacker running four six to hit another guy who's running, you know, four or five, coming through the yep. line at full speed, head-on-head collision, and even if it's absorbed in your shoulder pads, I mean, you've got to feel, figure your whole body takes the, the, the brunt of that. And that's not in once. That's during practice. That's during preseason. That's during 16 regular season games. It's a brutal sport. It really is. It's really yeah. demanding and and you know and it's one thing see that's the brain is something really really special right it's one thing to say okay bones can break and knees can right. you know right you can
1: have surgery ACLs and heal you can, can heal your ankle whatever like that your, your, your that leg your shoulder you can't heal the brain stuff like that the
0: <laughs> brain yeah you can't go backwards from that you can't reverse yeah, you brain damage so it only
1: gets worse
0: oof that's scary yeah. but yeah let's, let's let's put that aside and well, let's we'll, let's uh, let's
1: let's keep it moving so Two other things. We're going get, get to get to the Heisman and our picks, but MLB Hot Stove has been on fire. And I just want to ask you, which team are you most impressed with? Because, you know, to, you tweeted it out. You know, we tweeted it out from the site. Neil Walker joined the Mets. You know, I think it's a, a good move. You know, you see, um, you know, the Braves are getting a bunch of young players at all their trades, the Red Sox with the David Price and the Kimbrel move. But the Cubs and, and D-backs, I, out of all these guys, I, I want you to sort of give me a, a, a favor maybe to make the playoffs or win the series. But with Lackey, Zubris, and now Jason Hayward today, 8 for 184, wow. And then the D-backs I mean, he with. he's
0: now a $23 million a year player? I mean, they're throwing money around like crazy b- baseball. Defense, is-
1: defense and war and war stats, because of all the stats now, these guys get glorified for things that they do that we couldn't rate it before, you know, in terms of his defense. And, and you know, like even the angels GM traded for the Simmons kid from the Braves 25 year old shortstop, because he's the best defensive shortstop yeah, in baseball. Simmons, he's yeah. Nice. Yeah, I he is nice. That was a good teams, move.
0: Those three teams. Well, and then
1: Granky and Shelby Miller with the D backs. So g- well, give me the, who, exactly. who's the, the one to said, yeah, and Samardo to the Giants. Who stands out so to I you? So I think
0: it's it's those three that you said. So I think it's it's the Cubs with Hayward now jump to number one. I think the Red yeah. Sox jump to number two, and the, and uh, the Diamondbacks number three. The Diamondbacks probably overpaid for both Shelby Miller and Zach Greinke, but they needed two starters. So in today's age, to get two top-of-the-rotation right. starters. and then Corbin, like they that, put it at
1: number three. That's nice.
0: Yeah, that's they immediately became a factor. So I would put them at number three. At number two, I would say the Red Sox. Anytime you can get a top-five starter in price and a top-one or a top-three reliever in, yeah, uh, you know, in Craig Kimbrel,
1: Kimbrel, yeah, that's, that's amazing.
0: amazing. And that's a team that has the talent, but they just underachieved last year. So they're awesome. And then the Cubs really hit it out of the park. The Cubs were, you know, a, a, a huff and a puff away from the World Series, and you know, really contending. And now you add to that team a veteran in Lackey. A young stud. So now they have. Now they they did trade. They did trade Starlin Castro, but and, and it was a good pickup for the for the Yankees.
1: Right, but and they let Fowler they go. Fowler's gone. Five,
0: yeah, by Fowler they hated him in center field, so they they, they wanted to revamp their offense, uh, defense, and 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 whole outfield. And Jason Hayward would be the anchor. But they have between Solaire and Hayward and Chris Bryant. And I mean, they have. Well, I think it's like five and or six. And Rizzo. Acres. Oh,
1: they got a great Rizzo's team. Rizzo's getting
0: older, yeah, but if they have five or six guys under twenty-six. It's unbelievable. Yeah. So Theo has done it.
1: Whoops, Theo done you it like again. You like Castro to the Yankees?
0: I love it for both teams. I thought the Castro I, moving I, over to second yeah. showed that he wasn't. You know, that they didn't believe in him at shortstop. He's only twenty-six years old. He made a thousand. Uh, he's played in a 1,000 games already, believe it or not. Cause he's been he's in, good, in though.
1: I like him for a
0: But I think he's very solid, and, and the Yankees have yeah. a huge hole at second base. And if they need him to, he could slide over. If Didi gets in a slump at shortstop, you know, he can slide over. To but Didi's
1: a much better glove, though. I mean, Didi's a, a better glove, I think. He
0: is. He is. Castro, but I'm just saying, it's know? nice to have a middle infielder that can play both sides, you know, if if you need to for five, ten games, if he gets hurt or if he's in a slump so, or
1: whatever. So what happens to Murphy and Cespedes? And then out there, there's still Johnny Cueto. Where do you see these guys? That, you know, there's a bunch of free agents still left. But...
0: I got to think Cueto will go to the Dodgers because they really you have to so. make up hmm. for Zach Granke because you don't just lose a Zach Granke and then not replace him with anybody. Now they And now you're hearing that. Chapman
1: could go to the Nationals because the Dodger deal got put on hold because of the investigation of domestic violence.
0: And yeah, the Nationals but, are trying
1: to jump in for Chapman.
0: And arguably the the it's nice to have a role as Chapman and Kenley Jansen, but I don't know but if you they don't need, need it Arral Chapman and Kenley Jansen, right, especially because Chapman's a free agent after next year, anyway, just like jansen isn't if Chapman, yeah. if if Chapman were under contract for five years, it'd be different. So
1: where I does think, Cespedes go?
0: I don't know I think he might have That's to not back horrible. off he might have to back off his years i think people will pay him but i don't know that they'll pay him the six or seven years that he wants
1: no so he i think he might get a four-year four year deal. deal
0: yeah he might get a four-year yeah. deal At look if jason hayward's making 23 million you know Cespedes is like well i need to make 25 20 and did you
1: see the Orioles playing around with your boy with the super agent there they pulled off that seven-year 150 million dollar deal i wonder if he still goes or like Dave Sims, when he was on our show, do the Mariners or other teams try to jump in and get Chris Davis? Because I think that's overpaying for Chris Davis. I like him, I but he strikes out I think he goes to the much.
0: Orioles. I think he goes back to the Orioles. Comes back, yeah. They, 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 he just gets the deal. I don't know if Boris was playing funny games with the Orioles, but the Orioles basically drew a line in the sand, and they're like, look, 7 for 150 is what not only what we think you're worth, but we think it's even a little bit above that, but we're oh, not be more handsomely
1: we that. paid. Nobody else is offering that. You know that.
0: Right. So so I think, ultimately, they'll, they'll go 7 for 150. Look, if you get the guy for 7 years, you don't want to sign him at this point for like 140, because you have him for 7 years, right? You don't want... You don't want to make him take less because because that that yeah. would put a bad taste in your mouth and and it's not like he's on a one year contract trying to prove himself you've stuck with this guy for seven years. So I think ultimately he he takes that original deal and he he stays.
1: Okay. Well good. You know, good to touch on the hot stove. It's definitely something to watch and we'll look for big more big names to drop. There's still leak and other pitchers out there and still some other bats, so it'll be interesting to see um, you know, what happens. It's Heisman. Friday Heisman weekend, you know, the Army Navy game is a great tradition and you know, you you root for this kid Keenan Reynolds and he's you know, he he leads in all-time touchdowns as a quarterback over all the running backs. The kid like I said should have been invited to the Heisman, he's not, but he's represented Navy well with these three guys, Henry, McCaffrey, and Watson. I just wonder if we're giving Henry too much credit and underrating the other two. I mean, let me let me throw this at you. Watson threw for 35-12, 69% completions, 30 touchdowns, 11 INT. He IMT. could have
0: 11 interceptions, which is a lot. That,
1: that That's a lot, but he that's because he was pushing it down the field. you got to give him some credit. He wasn't dinking and dunking. He ran for 887 yards for another 11 touchdowns rushing. That's a pretty darn good season for Deshaun but Watson. Who stop, stop is undefeated? Right there, but here,
0: stop right there. <laughs> on the only undefeated team in yes. college football, right? He didn't do this on a 7-5 and five team. He did this on an 11-0 and 0 team.
1: On a pretty good schedule, too. Sorry,
0: 13-0 and 0 team, 13-0 team, because they yeah.
1: won the NXT championship. That's unbelievable. That's real.
0: And, you know, some imp- Christian Christian McCaffrey had some unbelievable stats, too, right? He did everything from kickoff returns to punt returns to rushing yeah. from scrimmage. So the guy had 1,800 yards rushing and eight rushing touchdowns. He had mm-hmm. averaging 5.8 yards a carry. He <laughs> a- had 41 <coughs> catches for... Yeah. Five hundred and forty yards out of the backfield, averaging thirteen and a half receiving yards a game and four touchdowns. Let alone what he did on special teams. So, you know what?
1: A thousand yards on special teams. I mean, it's ridiculous. On he had any a heck of a
0: other season. year on any other year, either All
1: three of, the of them could be the Heisman. Would be yeah. a
0: legit Heisman Trophy winner. So
1: and then henry I mean, we you know what it is think, though we both
0: think henry's going to yeah. henry did it in the sec i think i think that's what it comes down to that henry did it i mean they had one or two cupcakes out of conference but for the most part every game was an absolute slugfest and but think
1: about this right this this is wild because you don't realize when Caffrey had 319 carries henry had 339 so in 20 more carries he had a hundred and two, or what? Um, almost no, 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 ninety nine more yards, and
0: fifteen okay. more touchdowns.
1: Right. I mean, and and so, or no, a hundred and forty. Okay, so like a hundred, almost a hundred, a little bit over a hundred and, and twenty. One hundred nineteen. So One hundred
0: thirty nine yards. yards. One hundred thirty nine more yards, yeah, 139. but he had fifteen okay, more touchdowns.
1: And fifth, that's that's the – see, that's the – this guy, 23, set a career high for his uh, university. But that's a lot more touchdowns. Whew. Hey, listen, I my vote's Henry. What do you think is going to happen? It's Henry?
0: Yeah, I think Henry's going to – I'd give away. it to Henry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think it, it, but, he but runs away with
1: it. it's no knock on the other two gentlemen. because no, no, I mean, just were, looking at like these
0: if outstanding – God forbid, but if Derrick Henry like broke his leg in the third game of the season and maybe they slid the kid from Navy in there or, or Leonard Fournette, you know, whatever, somebody's, And you get to give it to basically it would come down to Watson or McCaffrey. They would be legitimate Heisman. Tro- like oh, they'd both be worthy, history, yeah. This is not like Gino Toretta. You know, these guys <laughs> are legitimate, legitimate Heisman winners.
1: And we got love for Gino Toretta, too. We do. We, do. we got love with uh, you, So let's, let's, you know, I don't like. Oh man, you know, you 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 feel for, but Gino was, uh, you, it was, uh, uh, yeah, Gino was. It was sort of like one of those things where, you're like, really, Gino, you know, you just you, you hate to see someone get it that you don't deem them to be as worthy. But you know what's worthy? It's time to make our picks for weeks. 1. We're now listening <laughs> to NFL
0: Talk. Ray, 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 Ray.
1: Ray, we got some uh, injuries and, and and stuff to report and and guys who are not playing and playing. I think Eifert's going, Revis is going. Uh, Watts playing with the broken hand and the cast that he did on Wednesday in practice. You're like, goodness, JJ. But good news for Patriot fans, and it's a Sunday night game. They won't play, but they've returned back to practice. Gronk and Edelman. So that's just great news. They're going to take it slow, so they probably won't be back for a while. But I just think that's you know good for people to hear, to know that those guys are sort of you know coming back slowly and be ready for the for the war because that's what it's going to be—a war. Coming down the stretch. So we start in Philadelphia, Ray. There's been a lot of talk this week, a lot of chirping, you know, and and I want to say this. I think I'm proud that Chip Kelly finally came out and really said, I did LaShawn wrong. We did not call him and talk to him. The trade was announced, and I did not get to say goodbye or or let him know why we did it or nothing. And this is why LaShawn said Chip can't bleep nothing to me and da-da-da-da-da. And the press keeps asking him, and you know, I know Herm Edwards went on his tirade, oh, don't be selfish in this and that. But at the same time, LaShawn has been asked this question probably every week by some media somewhere. And he's probably just tired of it. It's the Philly week, it's the game. And so I think he kind of got frustrated. He might have got a little carried away. I don't think he's a me-me, selfish guy. He's never come out in the media like that. So I think Herm needs to chill out and calm down in terms of that. But I do think it's about time that Chip Kelly put on the record, I effed up and I did LaShawn wrong. And I know why he's upset with me. And that's what LaShawn said. Chip knows. Chip knows what what happened. He knows that he can't say nothing to me. So with that, we have a game. And with this game, Ryan Matthews is playing off the concussion. Charles Clay's playing. And I think at the end of the day, Philly got lucky last week. And they're not going to get lucky this week. Shady's going to go off. Rex Ryan might make him the sole captain to go out there for the coin toss. But better yet, he has got Taylor, Watkins, Hogan, Woods, Clay, Shady, all healthy and going good, and I think with Taylor having his seven TDs, only four interceptions, he's going to go there and have a good game. Watkins will be my player of the game, Shady will set him up, Tyrod will have like two, three, maybe two touchdowns, and I think at the end of the day, Bills win 26-20 over the Eagles in Philadelphia, Sammy Watkins Buck 17 against that Eagles secondary, and a touchdown for seven grabs.
0: So I agree with the outcome. I believe that deep down in their hearts, Philadelphia thinks and knows that they're so lucky that they're <laughs> still in the wild card at five, and or still in the division, sorry, at five division. and seven. <laughs> they should have never beat the Patriots, but it yeah. took – Special teams, a 99-yard pick six, three turnovers. I mean, what else can you ask for? And you still barely won the game. Now, granted, it's it's against one of the better teams in the NFL, but I yeah. think ultimately the discord there, not knowing how to use DeMarco Murray, and then Ryan Matthews is coming back, and I still think that Chip Kelly won't be back next year. Shady's gonna come back. He's gonna be very motivated, and I believe that Rex Ryan, just like he had your boy, on An- Campuca, whatever his name is, the dude that that punched Gino, <laughs> you know, yeah, Kampali,
1: <laughs> I, the, okay, the, the dude okay. that
0: punched Gino in the mouth. I think he's gonna mm-hmm. similarly have Shady be the captain, and Shady is going to go loose. And Shady Mm -hmm. is going to remember the good old days in Philly when he was the best running back in the NFL. I got Shady Mm -hmm. for 180. Write it down. Shady for 180.
1: 180. I like
0: that. And he'll go for two touchdowns. He's my player of the game. And I think ultimately Buffalo puts it on Philly, and they win 31-17.
1: I like that. Now, this is a weird game, but you got New Orleans at Tampa, a good division game. The reason, only reason why we put it up there to predict because if Tampa wins, they still got a chance to potentially catch Minnesota and 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 make a wild or card Seattle, yeah. here, or Seattle, you know. So that's that's uh, that's interesting to me. But what's more interesting is the fact that. Jameis is probably your rookie of the year. This kid's got over twenty eight hundred passing yards. He's playing football like a Wiley veteran. Yeah, he's got a couple of picks, you know, started a little high early. He's got eleven, but he's got seventeen touchdowns and he's calmed down and he's become a leader of men. His guys are healthy. Doug Martin's playing well. Mark Ingram, on the other side, is out for the season, and you cannot rely on C.J. Spiller and the rest of those boys. Don't pick him up in
0: fantasy? I'm tempted.
1: Drew Brees, nah, that's the wrong thing. You'd be better off picking up Pierre Thomas, who the Redskins just picked up. (laughs) So, but I guy. do think <laughs> I think I know right. I think Breeze to Cooks will be explosive for fantasy. Now, is but Cook I think.
0: Playing because on a couple of fantasy wires earlier in the week, they said he was questionable and and maybe one might not play.
1: You know, I I didn't catch the latest word. I, I'm hoping he's playing. I know I'm I'm going with him. I might have to check to see if I need to bench him, but I, I think that he might be a go. I didn't see where he was so banged up in last week's game, but we'll see what happens. If he doesn't go, then they have no shot. But I think they do have a shot. But I think at the end of the day, Tampa at home, they just they, they eke out a, a close one. I'm going to say 28-27. Interesting game. And my player of the game is going to be the big boy, Mike Evans. I think Mike Evans, he jumps up from three to five touchdowns. And he gets two on Jameis. Jameis will throw for three. Doug will run for one. And Mike Evans goes for about six, a touchdown, and, and, and maybe 100 yards. So 28-27, Tampa Bay gets closer to a playoff spot, beating the Saints.
0: You know, on any other year, I would just go with the Saints because in that division the Saints dominate the Bucs. But I think the Saints has given up. I think their season is done. I think at 4-8, and eight, they just are thinking about the off season, And there's going to be some changes there. Who knows what's going to
1: happen mm-hmm. on the defensive
0: side. Who knows what's going to happen with the coach, even though supposedly he's coming back, no big deal. <laughs> I love Tampa's receivers. I think that if, my, if Vincent Jackson can stay healthy, but Safarian Jenkins, Vincent Jackson, and Mike Evans are just big boy football. And you put the little hamster back there, Dougie Fresh Martin, and then you put Jameis. That's a nice offensive, you know, collection right there. So, to me, the player of the game, I think Doug Martin does his thing. I got him going for a combined 130. I think he, he maybe rushes for 100, catches for 30, scores two touchdowns. And I think the Bucks win pretty easily. I got him at mm. – 27, 17. I think uh, I think the Saints really struggle.
1: They've checked now, out. Now this is this is the the game of the week, and it's you know they can't win the AFC North probably, but the Steelers need this game. They're at Cincinnati. They lost at home to Cincinnati already. It's Ravisberger, Dalton. It's AJ Green. You know against Antonio Brown. It's the backs. It's it's a lot of fun, and a lot of players, but and a lot of fantasy implications. But at the end of the day, I think when he's healthy, and he is, this guy's missed a bunch of games, and he's he still has twenty seven hundred passing yards. Big Ben, fifteen touchdowns. That's impressive. And he hasn't missed a game, and he's got thirty one, almost thirty two hundred passing yards. So Ben is not that far off, missing what four four and a half five games. I mean, Big Ben is having a quiet as kept, another MVP season. D'Angelo, Ray's buddy, the Brown Sugar, has really stepped in good for Le'Veon Bell with his six touchdowns. I say, and he might wind up with 1,000 yards. He's got almost 700. I say that they outscore, and whoever has the ball last will probably win, them, win this game, but I say that they outscore the Bengals 31-27 and the Steelers survive and continue to move up and hopefully get into the playoffs as the sixth seed if the Chiefs or Jets lose, maybe they just, you know, stay at seven, but they win. And my player of the game, his name is Martavis Bryant. Tavy T tave. Five catches for a touchdown and a a buck fifteen because my man will catch like a sixty-three yarder. You know, he 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 just does that. And the Steelers might create a turnover. I don't know if Giovanni or or Hill, both of them have been fumbling. It's weird. They're so talented, right, Ray? But they both have had weird seasons.
0: Yeah, and and they've been clutch fumbles.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so I that, that got the Steelers. Call Homer
0: on you with your nah. Steelers terrible towel. You got, you got a lot going on. This you don't, you, in your
1: heart, you don't believe in the Bengals. You've been a no, Bengal hater on this the show.
0: I do believe oh. in the Bengals. I called, I predicted them to win the division, run away with it. I,
1: I know, but I'm, I'm all saying all you, don't believe, bangles, you don't believe in them. In the no, you don't no,
0: believe I'm in them
1: for jewelry. You believe in them for a t-shirt and a hat win the division for but you don't believe regular in them for season, jewelry regular
0: season regular season <laughs> and what is this what is this game it's a regular it's season regular game. season so it's a
1: playoff game
0: if there's one well it's a playoff game for Pittsburgh but if there's yes. one team that can run with Pittsburgh and put up points ching ching ching, ching 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 it's the Cincinnati Bengals now they've been a little bit off and Tyler Eifert's been banged up like you said the running backs haven't been as consistent but you know what they still roll out He's there back, with Andy though. Dalton Eifert's back yeah One of the best regular season quarterbacks, Tyler Eifert, is going to play. Uh, The running backs are still need to be reckoned with, and of course, you got Sanu Jones and AJ, AJ on the outside, AJ Green. So, I believe that Cincinnati will be able to control the ball. Take one or two possessions. It's kind of funny that Cincinnati needs to needs to play one or two fewer possessions because usually they're the team that's running up the score. But against this Pittsburgh team, you don't want to give them too many chances. So I think that the Steelers are known to the Bengals, and the Bengals know how to win the game against the Steelers, and they will. And in Cincinnati, they'll take care of business. Pretty high-scoring game. I'll call it 35-30. Cincinnati
1: Bengals.
0: My guy is Andy Dalton. Just spreading it around. Five touchdowns to five different receivers.
1: Ouch. All right. Well, this one's interesting for the AFC South fighting for the division, the Colts at the Jaguars. And what's really fascinating, you know, we were just talking about that guy Andy Dalton. Well, this gentleman in his sophomore year has more passing yards than Andy. 32-74, 32-74, 27 touchdowns. Yeah, he's got a lot of picks. He's got to cut that down. But he's been getting better as late with his 13 picks. And I'm talking about Blake Bortles. And I think the Jaguars, without Andrew Luck, and Hasselback has not been getting it to T.Y. Hilton at all. He's been horrible in fantasy, you know, helped keep me out of the playoffs in our league. I think – they don't really have a clear-cut answer with Gore or Bradshaw in terms of running. They don't stick with it consistently, and I think Yeldon is, is, is doing okay. He's you know prodding along, but Julius Thomas and, and Blake are starting to heat up. Marquise Lee and the stud, Allen Robinson, and I think Hearns might play, might come back, we'll see, but he, if they don't have him, that's okay because they got a bunch of other guys. The Jaguars will take care of the Colts after that whooping 45-10. I think the Colts are going to struggle again on the road. They're not a great road team, and they don't have luck. So I say the Jaguars step up and wind up moving into first because I think the Texans will lose too. So I think I think that might put them in first. So I have to check. But I think that could put them in first in the AFC South at uh, – Oh no, I won't put them in first, but it'll will put them. You know, like maybe a half a game out or a game out, a five and eight if they win. But the yeah, Jaguars yeah, still will be, still. Yeah, they'll
0: still be back uh, or a full game. They'll be five and eight, and the Colts will be five, uh, six and seven.
1: Yeah. And okay. If yeah. The, the Texans will yeah. also be six and seven. Okay, so you know, but this is that game where they can become spoiler, and I think they do it. I say Blake Bortles goes off three fifteen, two touchdowns and a pick. But at the end of the day, I think they win a weird one. I'll say 25-17. The Jaguars beat the Colts at home. Go ahead, Jaguars.
0: So if this game was played next year, well, next year Andrew Luck might get it together, but... The yeah. Jaguars win. I think the Jaguars are not ready yet to win games. Ooh. They should win. You know what I mean? They're still on they're the they're learning too young, curve. They're not ready. They're not ready. I, I love this kid, Allen Robinson. I think he needs to get more love. The two Allens might be the best little tandem of wide receivers. Certainly, the ones you never heard of. But even in real life. These guys can play. Fucking Pro
1: Bowl I mean. for Allen Robinson? Allen Robinson might need to go to Pro Bowl this year. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. He needs to go to Pro yeah. Bowl. Now, there's a lot of good receivers out there, but, you know, he needs to go over Amari Cooper. He, need, I mean, maybe, uh, what, A.J. Green goes. um I'm trying to think. Brown. Said, and Bobby the Locker's AFC, he's probably the go. third
1: or fourth best.
0: Yeah, Edelman yeah, got hurt, so Edelman, Edelman probably would have gone. But, yeah, of course, Antonio Brown goes, A.J. Green goes, and now you're talking about who are the next two or three. And you figure it would have been Robinson's right there. But Edelman got yeah. hurt. So it, it's it's Robinson. Yeah, Watkins hasn't been And maybe
1: Demarius then. Thomas from Broncos. but
0: mm, Yeah, he's had a couple bad games. But this kid Allen Robinson, man, he's he's Every week. There.
1: No, you're right. Every week he's there. Every week Robinson But I tell there. you what,
0: I have a feeling that between Moncrief and Uh-oh. T.Y. Hilton and uh-huh. your boy, Andre Johnson, they might just put it together and beat a Jacksonville team that on paper should win and maybe is better, but they're just not ready. They're just not ready to win those games. So I'd like the Colts actually, not a high-scoring game, just a kind of a, a traditional slug slugfest. I'll say 24. 422 Indianapolis Colts went on
1: the road cool we got the Falcons at the Panthers this is like division week rivalry week we got a ton of division battles and you know listen Ray has told you about them Falcons and everything he said has been true I've been telling you about them Panthers and everything I said has been true and this one is going to get ugly. Matt Ryan and his coordinator are not seeing eye to eye. Julio Jones is is playing. He's healthy, but he's got no help whatsoever. Freeman will probably be null and void in this game just because of the way the Panthers defense is playing. And Matt Ryan is is nobody's star. Seventeen touchdowns, thirteen interceptions. He's got the yards at thirty four, almost thirty five hundred, but right, it is a 5,000 yuck. yards. Yeah, those are fake stats. Yuck, they're horrible stats. Where Cam's got you 27, you know, almost 2,800 yards, but it's, you know, it, it's winning. twenty, But 25 touchdowns, 10 interceptions with 25 touchdowns, and let alone what he does rushing. I, I just think the Panthers take care of the Card- of the Falcons, and to me, everybody just contributes. You know, it's Funches, it's Olsen, it, it's special teams, it's defense, so i say all this to say that I think that they wind up winning 26-17. They don't completely blow them, but it's a division game, so it'll be a little bit tight. And, you know, listen, Norman and those boys with Julio, it'll be a battle. So he'll get in the end zone, get his touchdown for you fantasy owners of Julio. But Greg Olson will get you seven seven catches, you know, touchdown. 70 yards, 80 yards will be the fantasy stud. And I say it's 26-17, Cam Newton and the boys, the Panthers, and then Keekly and the boys, 13-0? and 13-0. Yeah, Panthers I win.
0: don't like the Falcons, and I definitely don't like them against Carolina. I think the Carolina pulls away in the second half. They win pretty easily. I'll say 27 seventeen, is that the same score you had? Uh,
1: I had twenty six. Twenty four
0: 17. 17. Yeah, I, had I think 26. ultimately, yeah, I, had 26. I think ultimately they'll get <laughs> on them early. They'll play from behind. Matt Ryan will put up big numbers. I think even Julio Jones, despite having some great defenders on him, will put on some good numbers. But they they ultimately, Carolina has too much. Now, they could be looking past them, but I don't know. In your division, it's hard to look past the division rivals. Yeah. I like Carolina. You never do that.
1: All right, well, let's go to Sunday night. It's uh, the Patriots. They flexed out that Seattle Ravens game, and we all know why. Yuck But um, (laughs) Charles Davis was tweeting about that. I thought that was kind of funny. He's doing that game. Shout out to a friend of the show, Charles, who, you know, he's been doing great NFL all season. The Patriots at the Texans. Look, JJ will try to keep it close. Patriots can't score as much, but, you know, uh, Amanola will play. He's got James White, he'll get Scott Chandler going again. And I think at the end of the day, Houston just has trouble scoring against a very good Patriots defense. Their special teams will be on fire because of what happened last week. You know Belichick's not having that. And I think on a Sunday night, you know, the the Texans are at home, so they'll have some passion, and DeAndre Hopkins will get his because he's just a a, a wilder beast, and and that's the other AFC receiver in the Pro Bowl, DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, sorry, DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre 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 is number number one.
0: Him, Brown, yeah, and Green, I mean, those are
1: the top great. three. Yeah, so – and um, I'll say the Patriots win 24 eh, – it's going to be boring, maybe something vanilla. 24-17, seven point win, 24-17. And my player of the game is James White. He gets 50-60 rushing and maybe 100 receiving.
0: Oh, God. I, I You know, it's so unpredictable, those <laughs> running backs for <from> New England <laughs> – But I tell you what, I feel sorry for Houston. This is not really the week to play New England. I mean, on the one hand, they're still banged up, (laughs) and you still like to see them as a kind of a lame duck team that's lost a lot of offensive and even some defensive players. But give Belichick's team two losses, and especially how they lost last week, where they think that they basically gave Philly the, the game. And you got to believe that practices were pretty difficult this week, and their execution they 're going to be on their p s and q 's so I think, like you said, Houston can 't really score Belichick does if Belichick does one thing is he takes your best player and your best option away, so that means Hopkins is going to be neutralized, and once you get past Hopkins, you as Houston have a hard time generating offense, so I think actually this game is going to be an easy win for. New England, they won't. Put You're up saying you don't points.
1: believe in, in Alfred Blue, huh?
0: <laughs> no, I'm singing the blues with Alfred. So <laughs> I think they win here pretty easily. I'll call it thirty to sixteen.
1: Totally, totally agree, my friend. It's uh, it, it could get ugly, but at the same time, it could. You know, it's one of those things where JJ, the, look, the offensive line's been struggling. He could by himself. Oddly enough, he could keep it kind of close. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and you know, and so, you know, Tom
0: Brady doesn't like to be rattled and doesn't like to be, no, uh, you know, play physical doesn't. ball. And and you can get to him. He gets his happy feet. His uh, his timing gets thrown off a little bit.
1: So let's get to the NBA and, and, and some college hoops. We got some good, you know, games and stuff. And NBA first, obviously, you got the Warriors and the Celtics battling now. Um, Look, no Clay Thompson, no Clay Thompson, and you know they're they're basically up by two over the Celtics. It's going to be a, a close game. Celtics, you know, defensive guards.
0: I think Celtics so are going tonight. I think they gonna probably win, will. to know, uh, No,
1: no Barnes and no Thompson. You know, tonight. no Clay Thompson. But what did he do? Remember, you said I was listening back. We both were like, oh, it could happen with the Pacers. Then you're like, by the time we get back to the show, the Warriors will lose. That's 79 points at the half and 39 for Klay Thompson. Mm. Ray, the Warriors made the Pacers look like uh, little children. They
0: really did. Little children. <laughs> they really
1: did. And you know what? That, that was impressive. Impressive. And, the, oh, and
0: everybody's coming at them and giving them their best shot, and they just keep rolling. So I can't do anything but tip my hat to the to the Golden State Warriors. They're, they're phenomenal. They're, they're great. The story, yeah. They're the story of the year in all sports to me. I mean, if, to have a they defending aren't. champ come out and play like this—that's—that's that's hard. It's I rare. Mean, Look Michael's at Ohio State; they, they couldn't it.
1: handle the success.
0: But yeah, exactly, and, and think about Michael Jordan's team—the last team that went seventy-two oh, yeah. and ten—they did it. But remember, that was when Michael Jordan came back from his little hi- his baseball hiatus. He looked bad in that first-round loss to the Orlando Magic, and he definitely himself. And then they brought they brought in Dennis Rodman, and they just were on a mission. Mm-hmm. But this team is on a mission, and they're the defending champs. I mean, this is wow! This is this is like unbelievable.
1: No, you're definitely right. And I'll say this: a, a positive story that no one's talking about in the NBA, and this is one that you should definitely be looking for and sporting their gear is Michael Jordan's former Bobcats, now the Charlotte Hornets. They're in second place in the Eastern Conference at 13-8. and eight. Not the greatest record, but let's call it what it is. They put a whooping, I think, on the Bulls a couple of nights ago. Um, who got the win over the Clippers last night? And Blake Griffin got kicked out. You know he didn't do it on purpose, but he got just you know kicked out the game. The Kings beat the Knicks on TNT. But props to the Charlotte Hornets because this is without Al Jefferson. And do you like how they're playing small ball, sort of without him? Zeller starting at center and Comiskey playing a lot off the bench. What do you do. think about now, what uh, Clifford's doing as the coach and, and the Hornets? Uh,
0: they extended him, or they were about to extend him. Um, so I, mm-hmm. I like that. Now keep in mind that. All eight playoff teams. If the, the playoffs were to end right now, they're all within a game and a half of each other, right? So today, oh, yeah. Charlotte could be two. Tomorrow, or and they could go three to seven. Games, they yeah. could go to nine or ten. Yeah,
1: no, no, no very that, That's yeah. how
0: close the you know the conference is. But give them all the credit in the world. You know, Kemba Walker, who I didn't like coming out of college, thought he was too small. I mean, he's a legitimate NBA nice player. Yeah, had yep, yeah, and and you're right to do this without Al Jefferson. And, you know, you could argue they might be a better team without Al Jefferson. But,
1: oh, unbelievably,
0: uh, yeah. just, he, he's actually come back. No, he's no, been he, like he, like he's a dinosaur. He's a dinosaur. Yeah, he's, he's, he's an a old school player a who is yeah. now actually towards the back end of his career. And I think that the, those miles are going to add up. But, I like. he's Wouldn't you done, like him
1: in the post, in the playoffs, or, or, you know, clutch moments? You can go... Like, you know, how remember how in old days... The Celtics. I mean, the Bulls would start off in the first couple plays. They go inside of Cartwright or Longley, just to just to get the post going and draw some fouls and get some free throws. You could do that with Jefferson. Yeah, let him let him start the first quarter, play the first six minutes, get a couple touches in the post, give you two rebounds and maybe six points. Move, you know, open things up a little, and then and then you bench him, and then you go with small ball. I, I just think it's it, it's something that's still needed, and he'll be needed in the playoffs. Do you know what I mean? I hear that. I, 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 I like hear that. I like him. I like him for that. So, and the Cavs keep on rolling along. Look, Cavs and Spurs just keep, you know, I, I think they like this, right? And good to hear John Wall is back. He played well the other night against the Rockets when him and Harden were going off point for point, battle for battle. Both of them almost had triple doubles. But the Spurs, 18-5, and nobody's paying attention, you know what I mean? They're kind of just like, okay, Golden State, do your thing. We're right here. We're figuring it out. We're right here. And then the Cavs are like, yeah, talk about Golden State. Don't talk about us. We'll see them Christmas Day, and you know LeBron is going to go off, Ray. He's going to go off. Kyrie should hopefully be back soon. Um, I was thinking they said this week, so maybe he'll play Christmas. I'm hoping, you know. They're fourteen and seven. They've lost a couple re- recently, you know. So it, it'll be it'll be fun, uh, you know, as the NBA goes, you know, and continues and stuff. They're they're putting it right now on uh, on Dallas, so. I mean, on Orlando, so Cleveland is, uh, you know, they're they're trying to get it going.
0: No, I think you're right. I think Cleveland doesn't really have much to worry about until the playoffs. They just want to get their rotations and, more importantly, just get healthy. Because if you think about it, Irving, Love, and LeBron with Tristan Thompson and Veragia, you know, that team has never really played together.
1: Yeah, they never played together.
0: And uh, you're right, San Antonio, the only undefeated team, obviously under, other than Golden State, at home, uh, 11-0 and at home, 7-5 and on the road. But they're a force to be reckoned with come playoff time, especially if they can all stay healthy. And this is with Popovich, like Ted Jo Joy, jockeying with his lineup. You know, I would hate to be a fan and pay money to go see the Spurs because you don't know who's going to play and who's not going to play. Oh, um you yeah, can't, that's not uh... You know, quiet is kept, so shh. <laughs> Seven of their last ten have been won by the by the Clippers and the Thunder. So the teams that we both think are going to be elite teams in the West now have climbed back into the third and fourth spots. They were the back Warriors are going to have it. to earn it
1: this year, Ray. They're going to have to earn it this year. That's all I'm saying.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, if the playoffs ended right yeah. now, it would be Warriors and Rockets in the first round, and then they'd have Whew. to play the winner of Clippers, Grizzlies, and then the winner of Probably San Antonio, Oklahoma City. So it's <laughs> that, three brutal series for anybody, right? Not just for Golden yeah. State. And oh, anyway, the, yeah. the winner of and the That's West how
1: it should is, be, though. Yeah, yeah, that's how it should be. So let's Absolutely. let's talk about that. Let's talk about you know ending the show with some college hoops, man. We got uh, some some good ranked matchups. I mean, obviously Michigan State is number one, and they play Florida. I want your thoughts on the court storming. The reporter from Des Moines got his tibia, you know, fractured. That's crazy. When Iowa State beat Iowa, um, you know, sort of the rivalry and they don't play each other and everybody's like, you know, loving Iowa State right now. They're number four in the country, and they took care of Iowa, the Big Ten rival. Um do we just have to get better safety because it's like a right to passage? You know, it's fun I, to support. the what? court. I did it.
0: I, I, well, we need I, to stop I, it. I, I can say I've never done it because I've never been yeah. in I you – know, I didn't attend a big school. But right. it's just bound to happen statistically yeah. that somebody's going to get hurt. You know, for every hundred yeah. store, court, court, storming, court storming, you're probably yeah. going to have, you know, two, three incidents. And – it's just the way it's going to be. So you either have to totally eliminate it, or you have to just do your best because it's, it's just
1: it's dangerous.
0: It's dangerous to have hundreds of of college kids, you know, jumping around and and it's all in fun. It's all in good good fun, and nobody wants to hurt anybody. But um, yeah, it's 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 too bad that somebody has to break a you know break a leg there. But you know, to me, the standout. I don't know how legit this Michigan State team is, to be honest, right? Denzel Valentine as a... I don't a...
1: think they're number one.
0: Yeah, but I But Florida's
1: think, not going to beat them. No, I don't think Florida's going to beat them, but they're not number one to me.
0: But, you know, look out for a couple of other undefeated teams in Purdue and Xavier. Uh, oh, Oklahoma Xavier plays also. Cincinnati
1: this weekend. Right, that's, that's juggernaut. a good
0: one. Yeah, there's some, there's yeah. some good under-the-radar there's some screen, good games. You know, Top twenty five matchups to look forward to how about Bob Hurley?
1: Start. Bob Hurley I mean Bob Hurley Junior, our guy from Duke, over uh, here at Arizona State, gets the chomp at the bit on T V against Kentucky. Now this is a program builder right here, Ray. I don't know if they will be Kentucky, but even if they just play good and just getting to see Bobby Hurley um on T V with Arizona State, it's gotta you gotta believe it's gonna be huge for recruiting, you know?
0: Absolutely, and any time you can play a Kentucky, you got to be able to parlay that into recruits. you got to at least keep the Arizona kids at home. You're fighting with U of A in Tucson, but you know what? Hurley says, look, I've been to two Final Fours. I, I mean, four Final Fours. I've I think he's two. a
1: natural coach like his dad. It's going to be great. You know, I'm an it, NBA it, guy,
0: it, it, so let's go, let's go. Come to Tempe. Come to Tempe, baby.
1: How about UCLA upsetting Gonzaga. That's my upset pick for the weekend. Just like they beat Kentucky, they're going to take down number twenty Gonzaga. That's going to be a good game to watch.
0: So you're all in on Steve Alford,
1: huh? I like the way the guys are playing. That's His son and, and and the other and and you know Tony, um, the other kid is finally doing it. And I Tony Parker, you know the other Tony Parker is <laughs> like the other white meat. <laughs> he's uh, he's playing good, man. You know, I think so.
0: Cincinnati might take out Xavier. Uh, yeah, it's that's, obviously that's one to look for. In a, it's in Cincinnati, so it's not really a home. game. You know what I mean? It's it's a. Right, it's at right. the Centa Center, so both teams will have their fans and everything. But I think that'll be a great game to watch. Um, but yeah, Wichita you State, little... Utah.
1: Wichita State, Utah is a sneaky good game too. You at like Wichita those? State? Youths. Well, they're number 25, but they got to go to Wichita State. Now, Wichita State's not ranked anymore, but they, they're they're still a solid team. they still got a Van Fleet, right, who's right. there for his 10th year. Yeah,
0: sure. <laughs> <laughs> Baker and Van Fleet, these kids are just around forever. I guess that's, that's the beauty of the tournament, especially if, if you have success as you a get freshman to know or them. a sophomore.
1: Yeah, no, nah, good. And that's probably
0: what college basketball is actually missing. You know, some of that longevity. Oh, we used
1: to love it. These guys for four years, you got to know them and learn them and watch their games develop. Yep, for You know, sure. I mean, remember Mark Allery, You know, all this we do. Oh Duke yeah, dude, Danny So Ferry, yeah, we got a lot of you know, do this weekend. Around.
0: We got the Heisman. We got basketball. We'll have a big show come up on Monday. We'll uh, we'll start to the playoff picture. the playoff picture. Might start to sh-
1: yeah. might start to form. Yeah, no, it's coming down to the home stretch. Everybody do well and uh, wish everybody well in their fantasy uh, playoffs. You know, this is that round where you're trying Play-o- to get to the uh, semi playoffs, semifinals. So uh, it should be fun, like always. Uh, we just, you know, we thank you for joining us. We we try to, you know, make it light and make it fun and, and talk sports with you and, and a, in a way that you might not have heard it before. So keep on yeah, coming back so and keep on listening. Have a great listening. fourth
0: weekend and we'll see you on Monday. Peace. We're out. We're out.
1: Okay, here i come hip hop's number one son. For well, truth be told, I'm more like a younger brother.
0: Cause I've been around since people for so Dana Dana to they Rick were brothers and my